Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Jasmine Tea, where we give you piping hot commentary on your favorite Blackity Black shows. I'm your host, Jasmine, and tonight I'll be recapping Queen of the South, episode six. Make sure that you're following the podcast on all social media platforms. That's that name up there. If you would like to follow me personally, you can search for me on Twitter, Instagram, at The Jasmine Tea, which is this name down here at the bottom. Now, let's see what has been brewing about Queen of the South on Beyonce's lovely internet. Number one, the people want Boaz dead, okay? He has just been mad disrespectful. He's already killed Judge Lafayette. He's already sending Teresa exorbitant amounts of money that she can't even really figure out what to do with. He's just been mixing things up all this season, um, and we're pretty tired of it. The quickest solution is death, and I can honestly say I'm here for it. Boaz is pretty surprising. He's exciting. You know, he keeps the things kind of hot and spicy, popping. He keeps us entertained, um, but he's been stepping out of line too much, and honestly, Honestly, Teresa should have took him out the game when she got out of that coma. What was that? Last season, a few seasons ago, whenever. When she woke up, she should have took Boaz down. Um, but she did it. And so now he's still here stirring shit up in the mix. And Black Twitter wants to see him gone. Or really, it's not even just Black Twitter. Everybody on Twitter wants him gone. Number two, James is still stressed impressed okay he really seems to be like the voice of logic the voice of region reason strategy on this show um but he's not really that appreciated you know as teresa continues to try to grow her business and expand all across the globe he's always like sideways in her ear like hey girl hey why are you doing this you're bringing more heat on us you're stepping bigger you're stepping more into the spotlight that's a lot of attention how are you going to manage all of that um, he's basically just trying to like keep things level, keep her level headed. Um, but Teresa ain't really studying that. She's trying to take over the world. She doesn't just want to be queen of the South. She wants to be queen of the drug world. Next, Pote and Kellyanne are just like the happy little nugget of peace that we need as we've been watching everybody get killed and do shady shit this season. As we know, they're having a baby. I'm super excited to find out whether baby Pote is a boy or a girl. Um, Pote clearly wants it to be a boy. I wouldn't mind it being a girl because I think it just, you know, really crack his little heart. Um, but I appreciate seeing them on the screen. Kellyanne is like a feisty little badass. I'm here for her and I want to see Pote and her together. So prayerfully we get to do that. Now let's get into our piping hot moments from the episode. These are three things that really stood out and kind of kept the episode flowing, giving it some direction. Number one, Kellyanne discovered that there was a problem with the waterfront property. Teresa put in a lot of work to secure this waterfront property. It's a big deal. It's going to help her ship out more cocaine to more people. Um, it's just going to help her make more money. Like we said, she's trying to be queen of the world. This was a major play in it. But it seems that when they bought the property, they did not buy the road that leads up to it, right? So there's this waterfront. There's a road that leads up to it. How they gonna get there if they can't access the road? But we find out that this was all a part of the seller's plan in the first place. So Kellyanne, once she finds out, like, hey, we can't even get in here, she tries. Well, she decides that she's gonna try to handle this on her own and not contact Teresa. So first, she offers them money. She goes in and she's like, hey, 
we can give you this much, you give us the road, we can keep it peaceful. And these men were like, no, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to take her offer because they are in the game of scheming people. So what they do is sell these properties on some like shady shit. So do something like this, sell a, sell a property, but not sell you all of it or not sell you everything you need to truly access it, utilize it, etc. And so then when you come back, they hike up the price. And so that you either sell it back to them for a higher price or you pay some ridiculous amount of money to get the access you need. Of course, we know that wasn't gonna happen with Teresa and her crew. So since Kellyanne wasn't able to rectify the situation, once Teresa did come back in town, the men who were selling it to her, I'm gonna be honest and say I did not even remember their names, but the two men who were selling her the property ended up getting taken out the game. As we know, our loyal and faithful Pote never misses an opportunity to draw his gun and he rarely misses. Um, so he ended up shooting both of them in the head, solving the problem rather quickly, but not before they signed over a deal that gave them access to that road. So situation rectified. Piping hot moment number two, Teresa makes a deal with Navarro. Now, Navarro is this big drug dealer over in Europe. And like we said, she's expanding and doing her business. Um, but this came out of like a messy little scuffle. So Teresa was supposed to meet with him. However, he ended up setting her up, right? So they were like supposed to meet in this nice open little public space, which I thought looked sketchy from the jump because it's like every little, you know, devious spy type movie you see, whenever they're about to set somebody up, whenever people are like undercover, there's always like a mom jogging in the background or like a random clown or a person giving children balloons. You know, it just looks too nice and sweet. There's always somebody like sitting on a bench, reading a newspaper never like I, I don't know it just looked it looked too staged to me and so sure enough it was a setup some people hopped out of the bushes jumped over tables and stuff and started shooting at Teresa and her business partner and come to find out Navarro had set her up why did he set her up though because Teresa killed Bashara and Bashara was one of the people who helped facilitate Navarro and his drug game so he was just happy he was just salty he was mad about it um, but Teresa told him like, hey, I didn't even know you was fooling with that dude. Otherwise, I wouldn't have killed him or maybe I would at least let you know about it first. But, you know, he wasn't really trying to hear that. So since he was so insistent upon not meeting with Teresa and getting revenge, he literally told her, I'm going to kill you. Um, you know, she had to do something about that because who's going to who kill Queen of the South for you? So James got into his super duper, you know, spy mode and ended up beating up one of Navarro's financial partners. Um, he cornered him in the gym as he was like finishing his workout. Or was it a spa? Gym, spa, whatever. He cornered him. Um, and of course, the two of them got in a fight. Now, the dude did give James a run for his money. Okay. Usually James goes in and like pew pew or pop pop and people be out the game. No, like they really had to box. James had to burn some calories, use his effort. I'm sure all the three, all three of the rings on his Apple Watch would have been filled that day. But eventually he like chokes the dude out. And then when the man wakes up, he's in the car with Teresa and they're like staring at this window, looking at his daughter as she's in dance practice. And it's basically like, hey, you gonna connect us with Navarro or we gonna take your daughter out the game. And let me just say, Teresa has been getting way more badass this season. She's killing everybody. Like, even though she's not necessarily doing it herself, she has no problem being like, that's it, take him out, moving on, next. Um, so of course, the man didn't want to see his daughter die. So he brings Navarro to Teresa. Teresa and Navarro have a talk and they agree that they're going to work together. Teresa basically told him, I can work with you or I can work with your competitors. Choose you this day. 
Piping hot moment number three. Boaz killed King George, y'all. Like, shot him in the head, took him out the game. Now, if you remember, I said last episode that I didn't really think King George was doing a good job of, like, pretending that he wasn't there for some alternative reason, right? We know Teresa sent him there to spy on Boaz because Boaz was possibly doing some shady shit. Boaz wasn't supposed to know that, though. Um, but I can also say Boaz is not a dumbass. So it wasn't surprising that he figured out like King George is here for no reason. But what happened was Boaz took George on this mission to um, confront some Haitians about lacing Teresa's cocaine with fentanyl. And if you don't know what fentanyl is, Google it. But it's this really dangerous drug that a lot of people overdose off of and it doesn't even take a large amount. So if you um, integrate it with things like cocaine, once people inhale it, whatever, um, they die. And so it really wasn't making sense to King George in the beginning because he was like, why would the Haitians kill their own customers? Um, and Boaz just was like, oh, they ruthless, man. But in the end, King George ends up discovering that it is Boaz who is cutting Teresa's cocaine with fentanyl, not the Haitians. But before he could get the message back to Teresa, Boaz killed him, shot him in the head. So RIP to King George, we will miss you dearly. Now let's get into our games and guesses. In homage of the late King George, tell me which of these iconic TV deaths were just a part of the game or a crime shame? Whose time was it just to go and who got done dirty? Number one, Mufasa, king of the lion pride, right? This is a childhood tough one for me. Scar killed him. He was his own brother. It was his own, you know, sometimes it be your own people. Sometimes it be your own people. But was, was Mufasa's death just a part of the game? You know, was it just time for somebody else to give him a little competition, try to step in? Or was it a crying shame? Let me know in the comments. Number two, Albus Dumbledore. Now as a Harry Potter fan in my true millennial fashion, I will never get over this death. Even though if you continue to finish the series, we realized that it had to happen for a reason. It was actually a Prince Dumbledore's request. Um, but what do you think? Was it just a part of the game? Could they have considered some other alternative route? Or was it a crying shame? RIP Dumbledore. Next up, McDreamy from um, Grey's Anatomy. Now, I don't watch this show. Blood and Guts is just too much for me, but a lot of people love McDreamy. A lot of people love Grey's Anatomy. And apparently he died in some tragic way that could have been prevented. Like from what I heard, he was like telling them what to do in his head, but he was in a coma or something and couldn't say it out loud and ended up dying. I think that was him. But y'all let me know. Was it a part of the game or a crying shame in the comments? Lastly, Pusay from Orange is the New Black. This is another show. If you haven't watched it, turn on your Netflix and do yourself a favor. Um, she was one of the few black characters on the show and she actually ended up dying. Um, she was killed by a guard and it was really, really sad and it sparked a lot of conversations and different scenarios in the remaining episodes. It really shed a light, cast a light on um, some of the injustices that continue to go on in prison. So, part of the game, crying shame let me know now for our guesses tell me is Boaz gonna die <laughs> I mean he's killed King George we know Teresa's gonna retaliate when she finds out but is he gonna die though you know like sometimes when people do drive-bys they don't hit their target you know so we know they're gonna be coming at each other but do you think it's actually going to happen especially since this is a season the series finale not just the end of this season there's gonna be no more queen of the south after this so how do you think they're gonna wrap up this whole boaz situation 
Next, um, who do you think is going to kill him if he does die? I mean, is it going to be Teresa? Is it going to be Pote? Is it going to be James? Is he going to like, you know, end up falling in a fire somewhere? Who do you think is going to do the deed? And lastly, is Pote going to die while trying to avenge King George? Maybe this is just me and my spirit. Pote has been such a critical character throughout this whole series. And I feel like it would be great writing to kill him because we care about him. Pote tugs on our heartstrings. He has a baby coming. I feel like he is a prime character to kill right now just for theatrics point. But you let me know what you think in the comments. And that is going to wrap up today's episode of The Jasmine Tea. Make sure you're following us on social media. And don't forget, you can also listen to this podcast as well, wherever podcasts are found. Send all of your questions, comments, or observations to thejasmineteapc at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show one day, shoot me an email as well. And I will see you guys later. Bye.